0: Hey, this is Ginny with 1,000 Hours Outside, uh, recording our podcast today with my awesome husband, Josh. He's going to say, hey, all right, hey, hey. Um, and we are recording this one together because we are talking about date night or the lack thereof um, on this podcast today. Um, much of the focus of 1,000 Hours Outside is on children and how spending time in nature benefits children, but it also is really strengthening for a marriage. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today, and hopefully um, it gives you some ideas and some encouragement on how to connect with your spouse when you go outside as a family.
1: So if you um, pay attention at all to the news or other blogs or social media or whatever, you'll probably have seen this, what I would say is a a relatively newer uh, cultural phenomenon out there about this whole notion of, you know, hashtag date your spouse, um, which is a very uh, worthy cause in and of itself. And let us both be clear up front, we are certainly not anti-dating your spouse. It's a wonderful thing. It's an important thing. It's a great thing. And it's something that um, uh, we completely understand there's a lot of um, value attached to and a lot of benefits. Uh, but the simple fact of the matter is, is first and foremost, as a as a society, as the human race, uh, we survived for millennia um, before having this sort of pressure or this notion or this thing out there in the ether about dating your spouses. You know, once you got married, you got married, you had a family typically and um and and life marched on. Uh so this is a, a relatively newer thing and my wife and I have both seen this this sort of uh, again, pressure it almost feels like at times to, to date your spouse. Um, And it's just something that we feel that for a lot of reasons, um, you know, it may not be the most um, attainable thing for all families. And there's a a lot of reasons we'll go through that are uh, possible reasons for that. Uh, But we really just want to be here as an encouragement to you. If you you, uh, in your spouse find yourself in a position of at all, ever, even just a little bit, feeling that pressure, like, oh, man, we're We're not doing that. We're not getting one-on-one time and alone time uh, away from our kids. And we're just here to encourage you to to not despair over that, to not get down about it, to not... You know, feel like you need to be competing with your friends, maybe that that are doing their weekly Thursday night dates or whatever that might be. Um, you know, again, it's sort of a different strokes for different folks approach, and uh, we just want to share a little bit about our experiences, what we've seen in our family, um, what we've seen at work, um, and and talk about, um, you know, certainly acknowledge the challenges uh, that exist, but also um, again be an encouragement. To you, hopefully, that there are other ways to approach this topic.
0: This almost feels like a date night right now. <laughs> Sitting here and recording this podcast, we've got a two-year-old, and she tends to wake up a lot. So we're hoping she doesn't come marching out here and and join in, but she might. Um, and actually, sh- she's a good transition into you know reasons why you might not be able to do a consistent date night. And there are lots of reasons why certain families might not be able to do a consistent date night. Um, one is just uh, the child. And, you know, we've had just some extra clingy children that haven't been okay with going with a sitter. Um, or even for,
1: family. Yeah, for fam-
0: a family sitter or, you know, or just a, you know, like a teenage sitter. No sitters, <laughs> you know, for a year, year and a half, um, you know. They just won't have it, and they cry and scream the whole time, and so that's just no fun for everybody. So, um, you know, the fact of the matter for us is that we've had five five of those in a row, and it's just been limiting for us. We haven't, you know, um, we've had families that have been willing, family members that have been willing to help out, but um, you know, the kids are not cooperating. So that's one reason you know your kids might be um, not cool with it. Uh, for a time period, another reason might be a financial reason. Maybe the funds aren't there um, for a sitter or for going out, or or maybe you just don't want to spend your money in that way. You don't want to put your budget budget toward it. Um, beyond money, I know a lot of families have babysitter um, situations. You know, maybe there's not a safe or reliable babysitter near you. Um, or maybe you have a child that has some dis- different disabilities, and so you know leaving your child with the sitter isn't an option. Uh, location is also an an issue. Some families might live out in the country. There's nothing close by. You know, not in a big city where there's hustle and bustle and and things that are easy to go do. So, that's one. Um, you know, we've also had the situation of you know just a lot of work travel, and so that cuts out some options for for getting out and. Um, My husband and I have actually gone one full year once without any date, and here we are, ma'am. We're still standing, aren't we? We're still sitting. We're actually sitting. We're sitting on our couch uh, surrounded by a bunch of kids' toys. So, um, you know, and and we haven't regretted it, and we we do feel that our marriage is still really strong, and uh, even though we haven't had weekly or even monthly date nights at or times quarterly <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Right, right so uh, so yeah there's lots of reasons why you may not be able to go out on, on date nights very often and and we are thinking that that's an okay thing
1: you know but for us it's it's um, those are all really good points and and again we're speaking both from personal experience here things that we've we've struggled with or had challenges with but people we know as well that um, have had very similar or the same uh, challenges um as far as like trying to carve out time uh for for date night. Um you know, but but to to be clear, this is not all just a culmination of circumstances and why we live sort of the life that we do. Um it, it's it's certainly circumstantial, maybe to a, a small degree, but by and large I would say that most of it stems back to a choice. Um And, you know, I think the, the key takeaway or one of the key takeaways is, and we hope that anyone listening to this would feel the same way and say the same thing, but we actually enjoy spending time with our kids. Um, yes, they're a complete pain in the butt sometimes, but, um, by and large, we, we enjoy spending time together as a family. We didn't have five kids, um, you know, in eight years to, to then sort of just, Ditch them once or a I don't week or th- I don't
0: think anybody wants to have five kids within eight years ditched on them, you know. It's right. Lot, it's yeah, a it's lot a lot of, of p- it's
1: a lot of humans to 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 shove on somebody <laughs> anyway. Maybe that's part of the challenge. I don't know.
0: Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why good chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last minute get together recently, and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chop's hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chops' price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com slash outside120 and use code outside120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code outside120 at goodchop.com slash outside120 for $120 off. goodchop.com slash outside120 code outside 120. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Question, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Read a few chapters of that book, start painting that guest bedroom, tackle that pile of laundry, play a card game with your kids. A lot of us spending our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. If you're feeling stuck, therapy is something that can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is a wonderful thing. It can help you learn positive coping skills or show you how to navigate properly setting boundaries. With BetterHelp, it's easy to get started. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and visit BetterHelp.com/slash one thousand hours to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash one thousand hours.
1: Um, but uh, you know, we we didn't have this family so that we could, you know, you know, vacation away from them all the time or take dates to 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 be away from them. We enjoy um, spending time with our kids. And I would argue that, you know, if we had even just one or two kids and we lived in a big, you know, city like Chicago or Manhattan, where there were, you know, any number of great restaurants and activities and, you know, theaters and, and musicals and museums and all these things that could be within a five minute walk or a five minute train ride. Um, I think that we wouldn't choose any differently um, because uh, we've seen, as Jenny talked about earlier, uh, just a lot of the, the benefits in our marriage and the strengthening of our marriage um, in, in sort of uh, approaching things in, in this manner. And that is um, something that we can look back, you know, coming up on 16 years of marriage here in a, in a few months um, and say sort of unequivocally that, um, again, by and large, I don't think we'd really change much. Uh, and we've seen really a lot of the positive attributes uh, of taking this approach. Again, some of it I'm I'm, I'm not uh, blind to the fact that some of it is circumstantial, but I think at a at a sort of general approach to things, I I, I firmly believe we would we would continue down the same or, or, or kind of make the same decisions over again.
0: So um, you know the way that we we have found to connect as a couple when we haven't been able to have. These consistent date nights, which is the two of us, is, you guessed it, by spending time outside. And uh, time outside is a simple way for parents to have a moment and often many moments of reprieve from the constant need, the needs of a family. So, um, you know, kids have needs from the morning they're up. Till the morning they go to bed, and
1: the morning they go to bed.
0: They their minute they're Till the, <laughs> so the minute they go to bed. Good thing, good thing I've got my spouse here because <laughs> I'm I'm messing this all up. But they have needs from from the morning till the night, and then also through the night they've got lots of needs. Um, but when you go outside, um, kids are easily distracted and and they are engaged. You know, and I think try and think about like the prairie days back back in the day. You know where. There wasn't um like a movie theater. there weren't olive gardens or bowling alleys or or anything like that and um families largely spent their time outside their their homes were small and um so kids out kids outside and in the right environments are are very engaged so you know parents can easily strengthen their bonds in nature. Uh, without having to pay for a sitter or an expensive night out, and I think as a society we desperately need the reminder that we can connect as husband and wife even with our children around. And it's you know it's
1: interesting when we talk about um, you know time in nature. Again, if you follow a thousand hours outside, you know that that's obviously one of the, the central tenets of of the the spirit behind um, the blog and, and that movement and. Uh, you know, when you when you go outside as a family, it really creates opportunities for connection, um, where there are just simply way less distractions, or I should say, way less man-made distractions. And the t- distractions that there typically are are usually quite good and educational and fun, like you know, seeing different animals or playing in a stream or. Finding a painted rock that somebody left on a trail or, um, you know, any number of things, smelling some beautiful flowers. Our two-year-old really loves to stop and look at flowers and typically rip the petals off them, but she also loves to smell them um, and, and make a big deal about it when she finds them. So when you're out um, as a family like that and, quote-unquote, you know, in a date setting, if you try and think of it that way, um, with, with your kids in tow... It really is taking it's a dual or triple or maybe quadruple uh, purpose sort of endeavor where, as Jenny mentioned earlier, you know, your kids will they'll kind of find themselves perhaps off doing their own thing and and um, entertaining themselves a little bit while you're out while you're all outside together um but it's it's also teaching them to be more content with uh, sort of the more simple and beautiful things in life where as you know a big part of um the message at thousand hours outside is is trying to um you know match or hopefully exceed uh the amount of the average amount of screen time that a, the average kid I should say spends um in front of a media device every year and uh you know when you're home or uh even when it's just you and your spouse out on a date um just the two of you and you go to dinner or you're shopping at a store or something. It's so easy to get distracted about, you know, with other things like your phone or the, you know, the score on the, on the TV at the restaurant where there's, you know, a a basketball game on in the background or something. Um, But when you're out in nature with your kids, there's all these opportunities to, for them to be preoccupied, or I should say occupied um, with all the the beautiful things going on around them that are completely natural. And many times this opens up opportunities for you and your spouse to get that five, you know, a a focused five or 10 minute conversation without uh, distraction or or without interruption. Um, As a parent, if you have kids, you know, that's like, you know, equivalent to, possibly you know 3 hours of doing that with your kids in tow meaning sitting around your house and everyone's bugging for something or whatever so it creates this space um, uh, as you kind of move around as this family unit. Picture yourself going on a walk and down a, a trail at a park, or just you know sitting on a blanket having a, a picnic while your kids are running around in a, in a grassy field, you know, chasing bugs. Um, it creates this space and opportunity, even as you're there as an entire family unit, for you and your spouse to have these moments of just connection and conversation, way more. Um I would say then if first of all, if you're just sitting around the house, but I, I would argue it's even more um, uh, uh, productive, if you will, than if you're you know sitting in a restaurant or walking through a store together with just the two of you on a, a what I would call a stereotypical date night.
0: Right, and then you know there's this, the distractions that are just at home in general, like I think even right now I'm distracted by the things I should be cleaning up and you know the chores that need to be done, but when you leave the house, you know you just you only have what you have, and when you go outside um, you know you don't have the distractions of of household chores and and sort of the to do list as well, so you know we like to say that mother nature is literally like having an extra mother around um. And who wouldn't want an extra mother? You know, I think um, you know, Mother Nature is such a great a great term because um, the outdoors engages children and endlessly engages them, especially if you go to the right space. And you know, there's always things for kids to do, um, and there's always you know fun things for them to explore. And so it's just like having you know, kind of reminds me of having like a grandma around. You know, a grandma that will. Um, you know, read to the kids and and isn't getting bored and isn't distracted by other things. When the skies open up while others seek shelter, I embrace the rain. Heading to my favorite hike, the raindrops are like a soothing melody and my veseys ensure each step is dry and comfortable, turning a simple outing into a rather delightful experience. Whenever my kids and I are stepping into a great outdoors adventure, I love wearing Vessi's Stormburst boots to capture the beauty of springtime landscapes. Their robust style is perfect for our nature excursions, adding a little dash of elegance to our outdoor explorations. This spring, transform how you view wet weather with Vessi. Their Dymatex technology makes their shoes not just waterproof, but a stylish barrier against rain and puddles. Whether it's a sudden downpour or a planned seaside walk, Vessi shoes ensure your feet stay dry and comfortable. Embrace the essence of spring with Vessi. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com slash outside and enjoy an automatic 15% off your first order upon checkout. That's V-E-S-S-I dot slash outside for 15% off your first order. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. factor com slash outside 50 to get 50% off. So, um, some ideas, you know, that we have are, are just, you know, going out in your backyard and, um, maybe having a fire pit, um, having a fire going and, you know, having some conversation and connecting while the kids play in the yard. You could go on a family hike and enjoy each other's company while the kids dawdle around or they splash in puddles. You could pack up a simple picnic and enjoy some moments together on the picnic blanket while the children play. And you can even double or triple date um, by inviting other families along. We we found that our kids really play well with other with other families. And so when we're outside. Um, especially and do, when we're outside and they do in
1: both inside too, but there seems to be this um, Um, sort of magical thing that happens when we get together with other families and it's in an outdoor setting where they don't have a bunch of toys with them they have no of course no screens with them Um, and it's this unstructured just play uh, where they they run off and you know to the point where we're kind of like uh, where'd everybody go Uh, but they run off and then all of a sudden before you know it it's Ginny and myself and another couple that we enjoy spending time with and are, you know, anywhere from, you know, seven to 11 kids are off entertaining themselves. And we're having this moment where everyone talks about, oh, we should double date. Well, this is a great, like, like Jenny said, this is a great way to double date. Um, you know, let your kids go run wild and have fun with each other. Um, and it will, I can almost guarantee you more times than not, open up space for there to be connection, both with your spouse and in this scenario we're talking about with uh, friends that perhaps come along and, and you guys meet up. it's We've had that happen countless times and it's almost always a great experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that, you know, Josh and I have talked about at length is that, you know, we don't really remember any of our date nights in, you know, specifically, mm-hmm. you know, we say it was, you know, we certainly have had them and we've gone out to dinner or we've, we've gone shopping or we've even like, I mean, sometimes we've used our date nights to grocery shop, um, and <laughs> cause we're awesome like that. And, uh, you know, but, but by and large, we just don't remember, remember hardly any of them, uh it's very different when we think back about our family outdoor experiences i mean those have um lodged deep inside of us and um they have become these you know foundational pieces both for our marriage and for our family um and they have bonded us together really you know it i think about um you know some of these experiences that have just been us with our children you know these hikes to waterfalls or you know these camping trips or these different excursions where it's just been us and and so it's only the seven of us that have those memories and they're huge you know things that we've accomplished we always look at each other and say oh, we're doing it we're doing it <laughs> cuz it's hard and and we know it's hard and um you know, but we're but we're doing it, and we're making it happen. And you know, we were just before we started this podcast, just kind of started to go through this list of, you know, these, um, you know, it's the farmhouses that we've stayed at, or you know, um,
1: hikes we've done in yeah. the Nantahala National Forest in North Carolina, or the Smoky Mountains, or. Spending hours on end at the beautiful beaches and up and down the coast of Lake Michigan um, and just watching our kids play in the beach with a couple buckets and shovels for hours on end. Um, And all these things that I I talked about earlier, um, sort of this dual purpose or triple or quadruple purpose, it's like in in each and and every one of those instances we've talked about and many more we haven't talked about, Ginny and I have had... Ample time to connect as husband and wife, Mm -hmm. to like have deep and meaningful conversations, to laugh together, to share stories, to talk about what's on our minds and on our hearts and, and things like that. But at the same time, we've been able to foster this environment of, of, um, this Jenny talked about creating these experiences that we remember, not just us, but that our kids remember. So our oldest son is 10 and he talks all the time about the different things that we've done as a family. He'll just randomly. He remembers. he remembers. He'll just randomly bring something up that even I find myself sometimes having to really scratch my head and be like, I think I remember that. Um, just because I'm an old chunk of coal at this point. But, <laughs> um, you know, so when I talk about like the, the the dual purpose or multiple purposes of of this this approach that we have found ourselves in. It is definitely, um, uh, there's a lot of sort of value in it beyond just like the quote unquote date night um, as we foster this environment of of family experiences that hopefully our kids will grow up, that they will remember, that they will hopefully instill in their own children someday, um, and that, you know, we can all look back collectively on as just this like super rewarding and and enriching set of experiences.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, nature is fascinating, and, and we also think children are fascinating. It has been such a bonding thing for us to watch our children together as they engage with the world. You know, we don't think it gets much better than that. And, you know, to be able to spend, you know, two or three hours feeding birds out of our hand at a local park... You know, and watching our kids light up and and enjoy that um, brings a lot of value both to us and you know and to our family that's as a inc-
1: whole It's incredibly more rewarding for us and again, we listen, this is not ever meant to be um that everything we're doing is right or perfect or anything like that. It's just we're speaking from our heart and our own experiences, but those experiences for us are dare I say infinitely more rewarding than any time Ginny and I would have just like, you know, going to a nice steakhouse and then go into a movie afterward. I mean that's fun, you know, but it's
0: we haven't done that in the really <laughs> we, well,
1: we did go to a nice steakhouse recently. Well, yeah. We
0: had a gift card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but, you know, as Ginny talked about earlier, like those are the things that, that we will remember.
0: And they they bond us, and they bond us. It's like that's the interesting part about it. I think they strengthen our marriage, and and they strengthen our marriage in different ways. Um, You know, we get the conversation, and we get the connection, but then we also get the memories, and we also get the um, the feeling of like a massive accomplishment, man. If you've ever taken five kids into the woods and come out alive, alive, (laughs) yeah, you know it's a big accomplishment. So you know, I think we feel that, and we feel that. That sense of, you know, something that we did together. So, you know, childhood is short. And we think that maybe if we can't get away from our children all that regularly, that actually maybe that's a good thing. You know, we only get 940 Saturdays with our kids before they move on into the world. And so, you know, we realize this is just a season and it's a short one. And so if you're struggling to connect and date nights are hard to come by, um, like they have been for us, you just remember that Mother Nature is just a step out the front door, and we just want to encourage you that you can recalibrate your marriage with your children around. It's worked that way for thousands of years, um, and it still works that way today. Anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I would say that from a... um, from a a husband and father perspective, um, just to reiterate those experiences that I have with my wife and my children are the ones that I will always cherish, um, more than anything else. And again, to, to the dads out there, I would encourage you to try and take the lead on this kind of stuff when you can, I realize you come home from work, you're tired, your weekends are maybe sacred to you or, you know, uh, and we all need rest. We all need breaks. I a hundred percent get that. Um, but, um, for, for the dads out there, you know, don't leave this just on the shoulders of the mom. And I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, I'm certainly guilty of that at times. But, um, as, as sort of the, the, the men of the house, you know, let's, let's, set a good example and let's you know let's treat our wives right let's treat our children right and let's do it in one of the easiest easiest ways possible which is like gather everyone up after dinner on a thursday night uh, and go for an hour-long hike at the local park and enjoy time with your spouse. Uh, enjoy time with your kids, watch them flourish and have a good time without a screen in their hand, um, without a bunch of oversight from, from you as a parent, um, and, and really just look for ways to, um, you know, maximize that childhood because they will not be around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the saying? The, the days are long, but the years are short. Right. And, right. And,
0: um, yeah. And it's, it's a lot of work, I think, to get out of the house, but, once you're there, it always feels worth it. We've never had an experience where it hasn't felt worth, worth our effort. So I've ended all the other podcasts with, it's worth your time to play outside. And uh, in this case, it's worth the time for your marriage. So hope that encourages you to um, strengthen your marriage and to strengthen your family relationships by spending time outside together.